Week 18 is in the books. What a week it was. And now, Kyle V, are you ready for some fucking playoff football? I'm so ready for the playoffs. It's always sad when the regular season comes to an end. But you get that excitement next weekend with, you know, three straight days of playoff games. You roll into that divisional round weekend, which is probably the best weekend in sports. Just it's it's a lovely time. Lovely time. It's absolutely beautiful. And we're not going to get into the playoffs slate yet. But like, you know, that classic Texans Saturday afternoon game. But these are a different fucking t- like that's a sick ass game. I'm excited for exactly. that one. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for these games. The matchups are crazy. Like you said, we'll get to it. Um, you know, in, in a playoff preview episode later in the week. But you even got Stafford going back to Detroit. You got beautiful storylines all over the place. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be lovely. Can't wait. Hell yeah. We almost got like a little sneak peek of the playoffs with Sunday night football. There was a scenario where that was gonna be Winner is the two seed, AFC East champion. Loser is fucking done for the year, which is hard to believe. Yeah, it was it was nuts. The Dolphins did have it wrapped up, um, had a spot wrapped up though, even if the Jags had won. But yeah, you're right. If the Bills, if the Jaguars had won earlier in the day, the Bills were playing for either the two seed or not even making the playoffs, which is just an insane swing and just shows how bunched up that AFC was this year. Uh, but yeah, Bills Bills got got it done. It's kind of funny because it feels like the Bills have been playing like at a two seed level or a not playoff level each week every year. Like they go back and forth, sometimes in the same fucking game. Yeah, we'll get to all that shit. But let's just go right there. The Buffalo Bills head down to Miami where they take care of business, twenty-one to fourteen, scoring fourteen unanswered in the fourth quarter. They get the win. They win the division. They're the two seed now. They get to host the playoff game. While the Dolphins have to go on a road neck on the road next week, uh, it was a great game. Really came down to the wire. The Bills' defense stepped up when they had to, and Josh Allen did just enough, like he always fucking does. Yeah, exactly. It was a it was a big fourth quarter performance for the Bills. There, his offense was struggling. Allen, you know, turned the ball over, kind of doing what he what he's done throughout the season. But the Bills really got a huge spark with just an electric kick return. I believe it was 95 yards and maybe 96. Yeah. Dude caught the ball at like the four yard line. Um, I watching live. I was like, let that go in the end zone and get a touchback. But he clearly saw something. He made the first guy miss and then just barely split a couple defenders that he made them actually crash into each other. And uh, the, he just outran everyone to the end zone from there, tied the game up and all the momentum was, was gone from there. Yeah, that was a that was a fun little back and forth right there. Cause right before that, uh, you mentioned Josh Allen turning it over. He had two picks in the game, but he also they were on what like the five yard line, and he did a little QB keeper up the middle and got hit. And whoever I don't know who it was that defensive lineman just straight up took the ball out of his hands. Yeah, and ended up with it. And then the Dolphins went. They didn't score on the drive, but we were talking about Super Bowl futures. Who's going to win the Super Bowl and the odds? We we're trying to make a little bet because our Texans division winner hit. Yeah, we're going to roll it over. The Bills went from plus 750, then Allen turned it over. They went to plus 900, and then after that punt return, they were back to plus 700. So it was like fucking back and forth. And that's to win the Super Bowl, not to win the game or division or anything like that. Um, so it was, it was just kind of one of those games where anything could go, and they just needed one big play, and, and that sparked it right there. Yeah, exactly. And we, you know, we ended up putting uh, some money on the Bills to win it, and I was – trying to make sure it got in before the game because I bet if the game finished, because I bet if you go look right now, they're probably around plus 600 because they did wrap up that two seed. They're looking at, um, you know, opening round home game. If they win that, it's another guaranteed home game. And if the Ravens are to slip up, um, then they could be hosting an AFC championship game too. It's just crazy the way that season's has played out for them. Uh, but they've really just been on a roll lately and beating some good teams in the process. And uh, I like their outlook going forward. Yeah, I think they won five straight to end the year. Does that sound yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the Dolphins, you know, they were looking at potentially the number one seed at one point. Um, they've had some injuries. Waddle and Mostert didn't play today. That was a tough look in a, in a game you would have loved to win. But um, they could beat anybody any given week. They, they probably won't, but they have the, the kind of offense to do it. They got some playmakers on defense. So I'm not going to count them out yet either. 
Yeah, they go to Kansas City, and you know the Chiefs have not looked good. Dolphins have are a better team this year, no doubt about it. Um, which another big storyline there, Tyreek going back to Kansas City for the first time because uh, they played this season, but it was in Germany. So this is first time he'll be back in in Kansas City. Um, but those last two throws that Tua made, one that almost was, was picked, and then the very next play it is picked to seal the game for the Bills. Those two throws made me just I, I think they're I think they're done. They're gonna be one and done. I don't I, I don't trust that team on the road. Yeah. If you didn't see the game, he made one throw down the the right sideline, like the far sideline. Could have easily got picked. He got tipped like twice, falls to the ground. It's like, okay, he got away with one there. He won't do that again. The next one was even worse. It was picked so clean. It was like, what the fuck was that, dude? So I mean that's kind of too it. That's been a knock on him for a long time that he's not like the big moment kind of guy he has Tyreek and Waddle and all these playmakers and a great head coach and he can do it that way but when you really need him is he the guy that's going to get it done for you exactly probably not probably not but we'll see we'll see all right anything else on that one no let's hammer these out next up we got the Dallas Cowboys next up yeah 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 Dallas Cowboys heading to Washington the Cowboys won 38 to 10 it was close for like a quarter, a little bit. It was kind of back and forth. And then they just absolutely pulled away at the same time as the Eagles were doing what they were doing against the Giants. So it became clear that the Cowboys were going to win that division. They lock up the two seed over there. Two seed. Two seed in the NFC. Um, commanders are just trash at this point. But they locked something up today too, right? Uh yeah, locked up the number two overall pick, so they gotta be feeling good about that at least. That's a fucking big day for the Commanders, I think. And then Dallas, I mean, hey, this is what they've done all year. They cruise against bad teams. Um, they dominated in every way. CD Lamb's a fucking monster. He has been for the last like two months. It seems like. Who do they got round one? Uh, the Packers. So really, really like them in that matchup. I don't think they'll have yeah. any issues. Um, and then you know the reason they get that two seed is that, you know, last week's game, that quite very questionable call with the Lions. Um, that led to them getting the having the tiebreaker over the Lions because the head-to-head win. Lions are sitting at the three seed, so if both teams win, uh, Lions are going to have to go back to Dallas again instead of uh, the other way around. So Cowboys been much better at home overall this year, so getting that two seed is huge for them. Um, going to be, you know, I got got to imagine they're going to be favored by about a touchdown in in uh, the wild card round, and then you know who knows who they'll see round two, whether it's Rams or uh, Rams or the Lions, but yeah, th- I mean they're gonna they're gonna have a shot for sure. Yeah, and we didn't record after that uh, last week. Sorry about that, everybody. We were just uh, under the weather, you could say. The call in that game was atrocious. They were saying that the guy didn't report as an eligible receiver. It was a lineman who caught the two-point conversion to win it for the Lions. Uh, And they they took it off the board because they said he didn't report. And then everything afterwards looked like he walked up to the ref fucking a foot from his face and said, I'm reporting as eligible. And the ref shook his head. Yeah, you got it, big dog. And then uh, they took it off the board. Some people would say maybe, well, Jerry made a call to the NFL, said take that one back. We need yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some people, I, being me included. <laughs> I didn't even put that together about the, the two versus three right now. That's that's the biggest call of the fucking year. Holy shit. Yeah. Huge, huge. All right, next up we got the Rams going to Santa Clara where they pull off the win against the Niners 21-20 in a game where the Niners already had the one seed locked up. The Rams had their playoff spot locked up, and I don't think it could change. They were six no matter what. So most of the starters didn't play, didn't play the whole games. Uh, Puka was out there just to break a couple of records, stuff like that. Other than that, um, it was kind of a whatever game. They're just out there having fun. Yeah, not much to uh, talk about here um, in this, you know, two two good teams, obviously, but just not, not uh, their best uh, guys out there. But, you know, we had a classic performance of uh, Carson Wentz versus Sam Darnold. So that was fun to see, I guess. But uh, yeah, other than that, you know, cool to see Puka break a record, hugging his mom on the sideline. Love that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, Rams, Rams going to Detroit next week. That storyline, Stafford returning there, that's going to be incredible. Yeah, and then Goff, who probably has a little chip on his shoulder, he got sent out of town for Stafford. 
understandably at the time Stafford was a much better quarterback, but he's proven himself at the time. I mean, I don't looking back, I'm like, are they even gonna keep golf? Are they gonna let him start? Or is this just part of the way to move money around and make it work? Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's proven himself. He's been pretty good. Yeah, he's been playing well and he's so much better at home. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But yeah, we'll get we'll get more into those previews later in the yeah. week. But uh yeah, definitely exciting stuff next week for them. Maybe the funnest part about this game, did you see who the leading rusher was? I didn't. Uh Carson Wentz. Seventeen carries for fifty six yards and a touchdown. He ran the ball seventeen times. You know who could use that right now? The birds, dude, playing that fucking running back. Not that. <laughs> Next up, we got the Chiefs going to LA, where they beat the Chargers thirteen to twelve. Uh, it's just another game where starters are out, no one's really doing shit. Uh, just a, kind of a what fucking waste of time. Now here's an, this is fucking another fun one. Who is the leading rusher in this game? Uh huh. Easton Stick, I'm guessing. It sure was. 13 carries for 77 yards. Look at him go. Austin Eckler hasn't done that in like two months. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, huge loss for the Chargers, though. That's, you know, you don't want to win that meaningless game. Big for the draft picks going forward. Whatever new coach they bring in, that'll be helpful for them to get it going. Um, and the Chiefs, the only thing I really have to say about them, um, you know, obviously they've been struggling this game they're resting guys so nothing to talk about in that end but chris jones was out there got his 10th uh 10th sack of the year hit his incentive bonus and he was just celebrating like crazy on the sideline the whole like bunch of the squad was out there with him just celebrating travis kelsey and his uh and you know didn't play today but he's out there celebrating with them pretty cool to see and kind of makes you think like okay maybe they're gonna like put a put together a little something in the playoffs again oh absolutely i mean i feel like they could beat anybody like you, it's it's like the patriots of the last you know that 20 year span where it's like ah they're not that good this year then all of a sudden they're in the fucking afc championship game you know exactly. i i just you can't count out you can't count out andy reed pat mahomes i feel like kelsey that first game against the dolphins 15 catches for 200 yards like he's yeah. gonna have a monster yeah. week yeah all right, moving on. We got the Seattle Seahawks going to Arizona, where they beat the Cardinals twenty-one to twenty. Uh, great finish in that one. They went for two to go get the win. Unfortunately, by the time that one um, ended or even started, I think it was already no, no. It was it was by the time it ended. The Packers had already won. They clinched the last spot in the NFC, which the Seahawks could have got if the Packers lost. So the game didn't matter. They went for two, I think, just so they didn't have to play overtime. No, it was a it was actually a missed field goal. They missed they missed a field goal at the end. Matt Prater. Oh well, the Seahawks to, to take the lead went for two. Oh, and then and then they had like a minute left. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Oh, okay, <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. So the uh, Matt Prater missed two field goals late in the in that game. Makes you wonder maybe maybe he was kind of instructed to do so because again another kind of like with the Chargers, huge loss. You don't want to pick up that fifth win for no reason. No. Um, so, you know, good for the Seahawks to get above 500, uh, I guess, but, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're going home. I mean, now they can say, and they will say Thor, Yvonne, daddy, Hattie, Cole, if any of you are listening, you already know it's fucking coming. Oh, if we got in, we're going on a run. Cole was already talking on the group chat. Seahawks should be in. <laughs> no, so you wouldn't fucking so lost. Shut the fuck yeah. up. You win that, win that last game and you can always convince yourself that you would have gone on a run yeah i'm about with two more games we get to the raiders i'm all in <laughs> next year ap baby all right we got a we got a sensitive subject here you can close your ears if you want to mr van dyke the philadelphia eagles with the division on the line kind of not really go to new york where they got fucking beat down 27 to 10 by the new york football giants it was a game going into it if you didn't know any listeners out there if the Eagles won and the Cowboys lost, Eagles are division champs. They get the two seed. They're in a fucking great spot. From the jump, they were down 24 nothing at halftime. It, it looked like they were playing for nothing out there when they had everything to play for because the Cowboys, like we mentioned, were even in a little bit of a game at the beginning. So that was fucking weird to see. Eventually, Hurts goes to the sideline. He hurt his hand. The game was out of reach anyways. Just an absolute fucking disaster today. 
yeah, awful, awful uh, performance. I'm so sick of this team. I, they, they drive me nuts. I sound like a broken record, but like, I'm less of a broken record than than the play calling that they trot out there week week in week out. They have too much talent. Like, I, Sirianni's gonna be on the hot seat if they it, lose I, the I mean, Bucks. He, is he gone? He could lose his job. He's the worst. He's the first coach. They're the first team that started ten and one to and failed to reach twelve wins. That they they lost five out of six down the stretch, losing to some shitty teams along the way. I I just don't know what I don't know what to say. That being said, I'm putting it. My my goal for this week is to be bought in in by the time Monday rolls around, and I I don't know if I can do it. I just don't know if I can do it. I'll tell you what, you can't do it. You know how I know. How for the last fucking what seventeen weeks we get on here Sunday night or Monday night, you're decked out in your fucking Eagles gear from the day you already moved on to basketball season, bro. Look at you. Hey, Lakers beat the Clippers tonight. I'm all in on the Lakers. Get Darvin Ham out of there, though. I got I got coaching problems with my teams right now. Maybe man. Sirianni and Ham can just fucking switch spots. I hope so. Try something. Really quick, just because we're talking bullshit, because this game didn't really matter eventually. Uh, you see LeBron say Bronny could play for the Lakers today. Yeah, that's okay. one of the dumbest, dumbest up, statements bro. I've heard. Did you did you see his dunk tonight though? Oh my god. No. He, he threw one down. I was I don't the man's 39 years old. Like, what are you doing? Crazy. I didn't see it, but when I'm at work tomorrow, I'll be like, damn, LeBron looking good, bro. Still. <laughs> yeah. You know why? Because you heard it at the water cooler. That's right. Anything else from that game? I mean, like I said, truly, we'll get into this uh maybe later in the week, but Sirianni could be on the hot seat. Um, I'm wondering. Does Dougie P get fired from the Jags? Could they bring? Could they just fire Sirianni now? Bring back Peterson, put the fucking dog masks on, and go for another run. I I I wish I wish it would, uh, but no chance, no chance. Dougie P's getting fired over there. I don't think. I think. Uh, I think they got more of a quarterback issue than a coaching issue right now. They're kind of they got to be a little worried about Lawrence's outlook, but uh, we'll get to them obviously. But uh, yeah. man, the Eagles just. It's just discouraging. It's like I I want to, I want to believe. I want to feel good about my team going to the playoffs. I'm, I'm upset. I got to watch this team one more week. I really am. I mean, you they they can win this game. I they got to win this game. We'll get to that. They have, they have moving to. on, moving on. We got the Denver Broncos heading to San <sighs> City, where the Raiders put that beat down on them, twenty-seven to fourteen. Don't fucking text me or message me or whatever. Say the game didn't fucking matter. Neither. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. It mattered to me. It mattered to the boys in the locker room. It mattered to AP. Devontae comes out after. He says, I've never heard fans chant a head coach's name in my whole time in the league. I don't know what else he could do to show Mark that he's the guy for the job. You got a fucking bona fide Hall of Famer, a superstar backing you like that. He's the guy. He's got to be the guy. He's got to be the guy. It was, you know, a good performance by the Raiders. Obviously, he had them dialed in, ready to go, which is encouraging to see. Um, Even in a game, you know, like the haters texted you and said it didn't matter, um, which it didn't. But AP matters for the culture, okay? AP belongs as the Raiders head coach. And next year when they win four games, maybe they'll have to fire him after one year. But – that being said, he he earned this opportunity. Why do you have to do that at the end? You're so uh, ignorant. Um, uh, it's because honestly, if we had if the Eagles on the schedule we were looking at, if the Eagles were above the Raiders, and we had talked to the uh, if we had talked about the Raiders first, I'd have been hyping you up right now. But <laughs> I'm feeling a little down, you know. That's all right. That's all right. Okay. Next up, we got the Chicago Bears with the Green Bay. Trying to play spoiler, they didn't have any chance at the playoffs, but you know they wanted to be the team that eliminated the Packers, the division rival for the last fucking 100 years, it seems like. Packers went and got it done, though, 17-9. to Not an impressive score against a non-playoff team, but that was a little different. Like I said, it's a divisional matchup. Bears been playing much better the second half of the season. That was a solid win to go punch your ticket to the playoffs for the Packers. Yeah, I agree, and and the Bears' defense has been really good. So mm-hmm. the, the fact that the Packers were able to, you know, not that they scored a lot, obviously, but they're able to do enough, um, you know, to get the win and following up, you know, same thing last 
last week. They're playing on the road, a tough, um, you know, divisional matchup again. Vikings have been struggling, but still, you know, it's a divisional matchup Sunday night football, and they came out and put out a good performance. You win back-to-back games um, to get, get that last spot in the playoffs. You got to be feeling pretty good if you're Jordan Love and and if you're a Packers fan, um, you got to be pretty happy with the outlook going forward because LaFleur is a great coach and Love has shown some life. Um, and now he gets an opportunity to see what the playoffs are like. Yeah, it, it's a great experience for them because they're mm-hmm. a team that's a little bit early. They're a young, young team. They got fucking playmakers on offense though, all over the place. Like these receivers are all hella young. Jordan Love's young. They're good though. I mean, so they'll be exciting to see next year. I do think the Cowboys handle business pretty easy, but uh, they're building something there. So good for them. Yeah, they are. On the flip side, the Bears, you know, they fin- finished with seven wins. Not a bad year. Uh, Justin Fields showed some life, but they also got that number one pick coming in due to the Panthers sucking ass. And, um, and I mean, they got, they got one of the better outlooks going forward. They got some tough decisions to make, you know, maybe you may, you may want to move on from your head coach because he was pretty awful early in the year. Seems to be, he, he gives me big defensive coordinator vibes. I think he's just a good D coordinator maybe not not the best head coach so it might be time to move on there and field same thing you know he showed some life but if you got that number one pick you got an option to pick caleb williams i don't know it'll be interesting to see what they do yeah i think for me like if it's just all football like i think you stick with fields and build around him trade the number one pick and you can build a motherfucking monster offensive line get some guys on the defensive line like build from the core but you got to consider the the money side of it and there is a cap in the NFL. So you take that number one pick and get a rookie on a rookie deal and then get something back for Fields. I think that's the only way to do it. I was all in on Fields sticking around and then heard other smarter people talking about like salary cap and shit like that. It's like, oh, yeah, they do have to consider that. It makes exactly. a lot of sense. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, for those of you that aren't familiar with like the uh, rookie contracts, essentially, you know, they kind of have a, they max out on how much they can make. The number one pick makes more money, um, obviously. But that being said, it's still significantly less than what the Bears would have to pay if they did decide to stick with Fields. He would be going into the, his last year of his rookie deal. They'd be needing to pay him in the, the following offseason. And those quarterback contracts go crazy. And it would just take up a lot of the salary cap. And uh, I agree with you. It's you, getting, a, getting a rookie quarterback on the rookie deal – um, you have four years or four or five years to uh, maximize what you can do in that window. And the Bears are already built, building a pretty good roster around that. So if you can get yeah. a stud quarterback coming in like Caleb Williams appears to be, um, then who knows? You know, you may yeah. be looking real good. I agree. All right. Next up, we've got the Tampa Bay Bucks. They went to Carolina in a game where you win. And you're the division champs. That's all they had to do. And that's all they did do is they didn't score a touchdown, but they kicked three field goals, won the game nine to nothing. It wasn't impressive. Uh, we've seen a lot better performances like the next game we're going to get to from the Saints in the same division. But the Bucks did what they had to do throughout the whole year to get it done, and they're division champs. So now they get to play your birds in the playoffs. Home game. Yep. And get to host a playoff game three straight years as NFC, NFC South champs, which is kind of crazy. Um but yeah, I just think, you know, I'm I'm upset with them. I I you know, I felt like this was a spot where they were gonna come out and be dominant, and I bet them minus nine and a half for that reason. And um yeah, and they uh won nine zero. So just you know, fuck the bucks, go birds, okay? Um on the flip side, Panthers back to back the last two weeks of the season you get shut out both weeks. That's just that's a fire everyone moment. Reset everything. Um, I, st- I call me crazy, but I, I don't, I feel bad for Bryce Young. I don't think, I think he's going to get such a bad rap and he may never be a good quarterback now because of how bad of a franchise he's stuck with. Yeah, no, I feel that, uh, jury's still out on him. I haven't liked what I've seen. We've talked about that many times, but yeah. what the fuck are you going to do? The team is just terrible. The ownership on down. It's just a bad look over there. Yeah. Oh, God, that what are you gonna do when the Bucks beat the Eagles next week after losing that bet? I, I've already I, I've already accepted, you know, the the downfall of my team. 
team. So anything here, anything extra from here is cake. Like I said, though, I'm going to be all the way back in by Monday. And then when we record after that game and it's a loss and it's the same shit, then you'll get the real anger out. Okay. I can't wait for that. Uh, on the Panthers, really quick, uh, classic Jay Kuda tweet. He uh, said, have you scored since Christmas? Put all the other 31 teams or how many is in the NFL? 32? 31. 32. Put yes, of course. Circled them all. And then the Panthers. No. no. <laughs> the fuck? You got two weeks in the NFL, this modern day NFL. Crazy. What's going to be tough up, is, sorry, real quick. What's going to be real yeah. tough is when next next year, when the next season starts, it'll be September or whatever, September 5th. And they'll be, it'll say, have not scored since December, whatever the last. Yeah, the, they'll get be, shut out week one too. Have not have not scored since twenty twenty three. That's just uh, it's gonna be rough for them. That's a tough look. All right, moving on. We got the Atlanta Falcons going to New Orleans, where the Saints just put the absolute beat down. It got fucking out of hand at the end. We had some some little bit of chippiness going back and forth between the two head coaches. Saints win 48 to 17 and put the final nail in the coffin of Mr. FedEx fuckboy himself. Arthur Smith is out and praise be to whoever owns what's that motherfucker's name? Arthur Blank or something. Yeah. Thank you. Now we can see these Falcons young studs hopefully next year get unleashed. Uh, that's a different little to cover down the offseason, but he's out. Saints win. Uh, just a pretty dominant day for them. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, Arthur Blank. Uh, praise be to Ladanian Tomlinson and all the other fantasy football gods out there. Um, just thank you. Thank you. Uh, take a moment to really appreciate that. Falcons are going to have a new coach in there. They got talent, man. They're going to be a team to rock with. I think I like the idea of Justin Fields going over there, get me a new coach in there. That's going to be a fun team. Um, so, Glad the Saints beat him down bad enough to get get him up out of there. Saints on the flip side, dominant performance wasn't enough because the Bucks got lucky and played the Panthers today. Um, but man, just a truly dominant performance. Carr throwing four touchdowns, throwing it back a little bit. Um, and that last, I don't know if you saw the last uh, touchdown of the game. Why Arthur Smith got all juiced up? Yeah. He was like mad at the sideline. Uh, the Saints lined up as if they're going to take a knee. But uh, the man, Jameis Winston, just a legend out there, made, called an audible to get uh, Jamal Williams a touchdown because he hadn't scored all season after scoring 19 times for the Lions last year. Crazy. Um, but he, they run like a fake kneel, and he hands it off to uh, Williams. Williams gets in the end zone. And, and Arthur Smith got all fired up about it. I don't – sportsmanship, yeah, save that shit for you sports, okay? high school early high school whatever there's no such thing as running it up in a, in a pro game there's no such thing get you play. you get out of high school it's fucking free game like exactly. like fucking you put the same guys on the field you have the same salary cap you all get to draft and fucking choose yeah. from the same players it's not like in high school where you have ten thousand kids at one school and a you know fuck all that shit arthur smith looked like a giant fucking baby and in my eyes i was like Damn, did they tell him, like, you better keep the Saints on at 45 or you're out after this yeah. game? He was like, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> but what an all-time fucking Jameis Winston move. The guy just keeps on giving, dude. I fucking love oh, this guy. I love him. Everything love him. he's done over the years. And then this one, he goes against Dennis Allen, who did call a kneel down. And it sounded yeah. like they just got in the huddle. And he's like, you guys want to see Jamal score here? And everyone's like, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> they so did, they handed it off. It would have looked a lot better if they had not lined up like they were going to kneel it, yeah. just line up like a normal one. But I think they're probably like, oh, head coach is going to call timeout. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, exactly. Which, uh, but fuck like, Dennis Allen, really quick. Exactly. Apologizing like that, like he acted like they fucking turned and shot a man on the field or something. Exactly. He was like, that is unacceptable. Not, dude, you fucking scored a touchdown in the NFL. It's hard exactly. to do. Be fucking happy about it. Exactly. And that's where I was going next to. He needs to he needs to be fired as well. They won nine games, went nine and eight, whatever. But you miss the playoffs, get him out of there. If you if you have your team openly talking about, they they asked him if they could run it. He said no, and then they still do it. And you have them openly talking about that to the media, and you're you're apologizing rather than like having your guys back and being like, yeah, we you know 
maybe we shouldn't have done that, but it was my call, whatever. Trash, man. Get him out of there. If the team's if the team's willing to talk, like throw you under the bus like that, and, yeah, and, and and just undermine you like that, then you gotta you you obviously don't have the locker room. No, hundred percent. Yeah, he's not the guy for sure. I don't need like. This was a very weird year for the Saints. High expectations going in. But why do you have a guy like Dennis Allen for that yeah. team? Like, that was never going to really work out. Um, I don't think that there's anything about next year if they run it back with the same squad with Derek Carr and De- Dennis yeah. Allen. I can't imagine they're going to be any better. Right. Me neither. Crazy. All he had to do is say, you know, Jamal's been hurt. He's been working his ass off for this team. We wanted to reward him, get him in the end zone. Yep. That's all it was. It wasn't wasn't anything about the Falcons. It's about our guys internally. That's what we're trying to do here. Exactly. That's what we have to do. I should be fucking coaching the NFL, dude. Good. You should. All right. Let's move on from those fucking jokers. We got oh, – this isn't much better. We got the New York Jets mm-hmm. heading to New England. They beat the Patriots 17-3. to We've got to see some fucking snow on the TV. That was fun. Uh, but – this just sums up both teams pretty much all year. Jets, decent. You know, they got some playmakers. Brees Hall had a big play. They looked fucking sick as fuck. Uh, their defense is good, and Patriots are just awful. That all, that's all it is. That's really all it is. Uh, Brees Hall, baller. Um, maybe Bill Belichick's last game. Um, I think for sure. I think so, too. I think so, too. They went 4-13. They're looking at the number three overall pick. I – I can't imagine things are going to be good there um, for a long time unless, you know, they find a way, you know, something bears decide they do want to go with fields and they trade out of that in one spot. Patriots find a way to get Caleb Williams that turns around their fortunes. But I just, I don't know. I don't think without Belichick, without that old Patriot way and and Tom Brady's magic over there, I, I think they're going to be going through a real rough stretch. Yeah, but I think that that makes it easy to move on from Bill Belichick. And I think they won't take long. Like, I could see it tomorrow morning. And mm-hmm. it, it'll just be, hey, Bill's still a great coach. He's still probably the best head coach in the NFL. Um, we want him to go on and finish his career as a winner. Right now, what we're looking to do is, is rebuild, you know, this mm-hmm. franchise from the ground up. Get someone in here who's going to be here for the long haul. Mm-hmm. Draft a young guy and start from there. I think it's pretty easy to move on like that. And lower expectations a little bit because if Belichick's there, you don't want to see another season like this. He doesn't want to go through another season like this. And just seeing him on the sidelines, I imagine as a fan, you're like, we got a fucking shot at the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, they got so spoiled for 20 years. Uh, I think they just got to cut it clean, do it quickly, move on, let him. You know, he's only got two or three more years left, right? The guy's fucking like 80 something. Yeah, he's he's up in his 70s for sure. Yeah, he's he can't be doing this for too much longer i'd imagine um so yeah it'll be interesting interesting to see see where he goes but yeah uh, other than that not much on the specific game these uh these teams are pretty trash but Brees hall is a beast all right next up we got probably you know the biggest game of the day or one of them uh, besides that bills dolphins game we got the jacksonville jags going to tennessee where the titans have absolutely fucking nothing to play for but they get the win 28 to 20 over the Jaguars, which did a couple of different things, gave the Houston Texans the the AFC South Division Championship, put yep. some fucking money in the pockets of the water cooler because we put what a hundred dollars on them. When was that? A month and a half uh, ago. Yeah, about to win the division, Texans. That cashed. It opened the door for the Steelers. Opened the door for the Bills. Uh, gave us a lot more drama at the end of the day. Well, actually, kind of less drama, but it was fun. Uh, Titans go get the fucking win. Just despite not having anything to do, we get Derrick Henry after the game talking about it's been the best eight years of his life. He's probably out of town. Uh, it's gonna be a whole different ball club over there next year. But they did one more thing for the NFL to give us another fucking fun Sunday morning game. Yeah, they did, and it this felt like a this was a very much a classic uh, Mike Vrabel spot here, where you know. Back against the wall, nothing to play for. Shit's over. Team been bad, been a rough year. Um, probably it's got to be his worst season since he's been there. Yeah. But, you know, you get a division opponent coming to town last game of the year. You got Derrick Henry's last game in front of the, the Tennessee fans. You just, it, it was predictable. You could see you could see this coming. 
And um, that being said, you know, you think the Jaguars have the talent to overcome it and you hope um, that they're, you, you know, their hopeful star quarterback, Trevor Lawrence could get things done, but man, he, he just turns the ball over too much. And uh, you know, no, they, what a, what a downfall there. They had one of the easier schedules in the league. There was about halfway through the season there. We were looking at them as a number one seed. Yeah. Now they're sitting at home, not even making the playoffs, just rough, rough stretch at the end of the year for them. They got to be feeling like, how the fuck did that just happen? Like the last yeah. like month and a half is probably like, wait, what? We're just not even in the playoffs at all. Like we don't have that Texans first Saturday afternoon game. Like exactly. that's, it's like either us or the Texans are in that game. What the fuck's going on here? Yeah. So, yeah, so they got to be feeling like shit. We talked, I was kind of joking about Doug Pearson getting fired. I feel like the way this year played out, um, you know, you kind of hit on maybe Lawrence isn't the guy. I think they did enough where it's like, we we just got to get one more year. We're building something here. Yeah. It just felt like they were missing. Like there was a shot to Ridley at the end of that game where it kind of hit his fingertips Lawrence could have put it a little bit more on him. He probably still could have even caught it. And that was with like a couple minutes left. It would have been a touchdown to, to potentially tie it up with a two-point conversion. And they would just missed it like a half yard. And it felt like all year they were just kind of off and on and just kind of something was missing. There's just a little bit off. Maybe one more off season to get it dialed in. Um, but next year is going to be a fucking pivotal year for both those guys, Peterson yeah. and Lawrence. Peterson could be done as a head coach if, if he doesn't come through. Yeah, I, I agree, and that that would be kind of crazy to see. They it, they were building something there where it looked like the Jaguars were about to take over that division for the foreseeable future, and then before you before you can think twice, the Texans now have this incredible outlook with C.J. Stroud, D'Amico Ryan's doing their thing, and yeah, I I agree with you. There's a chance that you know for both those guys, if Lawrence continues to um, you know, turn the ball over. He was injured quite a bit this year, but if that continues to be an issue, um, and you know the Jags struggle next year, it could be it's going to be tough for him and and Dougie P to keep going. Yeah, you mentioned the Texans in that division. Colts going to get Anthony Richardson back next year. Yeah, like out of, out of those three teams, rank them in order. If you're a head coach, where you'd want to be? Uh, Texans. And then it's probably Colts and Jaguars, but that's I, nuts, part, of the, though, right? part of the part of the draw to the Colts though is the current head coach for me. Like I think Shane Steichen's a going to be a great coach and yeah, is sure. a great coach. Um, so maybe just plain roster wise, you go Jaguars. But with CJ Stroud, um, at least Jaguars over Colts. With CJ Stroud though, um, in Houston, that's just easy easy pickings there as the top the best option there. Yeah, he looks like the clear, like, alpha fucking guy for the next, you know, 10 years in the NFL. Like, he looks like he's going to be the next era that takes over after some of these guys leave. Fuck. Jags out of the playoffs. Jagging off, dude. Jagging off. We'll we'll catch you later. Come mm-hmm. back next year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anything else from that game? Good for the Titans. Uh, you were talking earlier about, you know, all the reasons why they should lose. You know, they're older just not good it's Rabel's worst year Derek Cranier's old all that shit I would have loved to be in the locker room for Rabel's pregame speech because it was exactly that probably yeah yeah Derek yeah. Cranier you're fucking old piece of shit dude they say you lost yeah. it dude you don't have it your your legs are toast yeah. uh the, the rest of you are fucking pussies you can't stop the run you know all this yeah. shit I'm a fucking piece of shit yeah. I should be coaching college exactly. you know? they're, saying, they're, they're telling me I'm gonna get fired you know yeah that was easy that was easy uh easy mo- motivation for I'm them getting pumped up just fucking thinking about it Vrabel's the man I hope I hope next year they figure it out I hope maybe Levis is the guy and they can be good again because like when he was talking about winning Super Bowls cutting his dick off all that shit like that was the best yeah oh absolutely all right let's get out of there next up we got the Minnesota Vikings uh you touched on this a little bit I know you did you're talking about last week but going to Detroit the Lions win 30 to 20 um I think it ended up being a meaningful us win for them could they have gone down to four no 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 12 win team so lions uh this is the best year they've ever had i think it's only the second time that they've ever won 12 games i'm pretty sure i saw earlier today um they're hosting a playoff game for the first time since like the 90s or something like that it's fucking awesome dan campbell another guy like rabel 
talk about cutting dicks off or eating kneecaps, some shit you never hear before in the NFL. These guys are bringing that kind of energy. It's cool to see, and you can tell that these guys support him. They fucking love that energy, and they're playing hard for him. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And um, you know, Dan Campbell's a the man. There, he he has them playing well. Um, but like you said, it was kind of a meaningless game, and he had his guys in there for I believe they played the whole game. Um, and Sam Laporta got hurt, and that's tough. It, it seems like he's going to be out. I believe he's out a couple weeks. Um, well, it wasn't meaningless at the time because if the Cowboys lost, they could have got the two seed. Okay, okay. Which, you know, it's not a huge jump, but if you do get to that second round, it's you versus the Cowboys, you'd love to be at home. I mean, that's yeah. a much better situation for you financially for the franchise, and you just flip that home field advantage in your favor, um, yeah, which could have been the difference the last time they played, right? And they lost by one. Yep. So I think that's what it was about. But holy shit, that's a tough injury. Is that serious? I didn't see anything else. Like, I, I, I believe I believe I saw something that he was going to be out um, for a bit. But I may, I may be wrong. We'll have to double check on that. Yeah, we can touch on that next week when we do the preview too. But that guy's an absolute stud. If you take him out of the offense, like what a yeah. safety valve for Goff, who's a guy who needs that really. So if, if oh, he can't absolutely. go, they're going to need to figure out something else for him. No doubt. <clears throat> All right. That's about it on that one. Nothing really on the Vikings. Uh, tough year for them after losing Kirk Cousins. Finished 7-10. and 10. They, they fought the whole way through. Uh, I think they got some good pieces there. Obviously, Justin Jefferson and fucking Jordan Addison is a good place to start. Mm-hmm. And they'll be all right. But they're going to have to figure some shit out next year at quarterback. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see if they bring Kirk – uh, back, I kind of think they will, especially since he got injured. Sure, he'll want to do another one-year deal, something like that. Stick around. Um, so we'll see how that goes. If uh, if they go to the draft, though, I'd love love to see them draft uh, Michael Penix over there. Keep him in that purple and gold, and let him fling that thing to to Justin Jefferson, Jordan Addison, and Hawkinson. Yeah, but you know they're going to be talking about him as a guy who just couldn't get done the big game. We'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> Next up, we got the Cleveland Browns going to Cincinnati. Bengals pulled out 31-14. Again, it's week 18. It's these games where the Browns didn't really have any reason to go to try and win this game. Didn't play the starters. Um, Bengals, I don't, even, I don't even know if they played all the starters, but Joe Mixon was out there. Do you see Mixon? He needed two touchdowns for like a million-dollar payout. This is just incentive week in the NFL. It's like yeah. you're there – Chasing the playoffs or you're chasing that fucking bag. Exactly. Mixon scored his second touchdown to earn that million dollars. Making it rain in the end zone. Love I that. love that. Love, love when that. you're just embracing like, yeah, they're fucking feeding me right now. <laughs> so I exactly. I love that. I love that. Um, and yeah, you know, solid, uh, solid effort by the Bengals to, you know, try to make a playoff run despite Burrow going down, come up a game short. Um but, you know, that team's still – Zach Taylor's great coach. That team's got a good outlook. And, yeah, nothing nothing to say for the Browns. They're resting guys. Flacco didn't play. Um, yeah. I believe they suited up Jeff Driscoll as the quarterback, which yep. had that name in years. Um, so, yeah, just a weird, you know, weird day for them. Nothing to worry about. They're locked in the five seed. And, they, you know, they got to be feeling good going forward. Yeah, they're all business there. Uh, shout out Browning, though. Uh, I'm sure you remember this was probably like fucking 10 years ago. I'm pretty sure you got the bag from the Raiders, of course, of all people. Well, week 18, no, is where you get guys like Matt Flynn. Remember when mm-hmm. he threw for like 400 yards for the Packers because yeah. they, they had like the one seed clincher or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, it was like a, he had like six touchdowns. It was the Seahawks. That's right. He eventually ended up on the Raiders, I'm pretty sure, like three years later when they figured out he's not good at football. So that's where everybody goes to die. But uh, Browning. That guy just it, these last six games or whatever it is, he's got ten more years. Oh yeah, as a backup. like he's set for life. He's set. He's set. What a legend! Fucking, yeah. that's got to feel so good. Good for him. All right, let's jump down to Saturday. We'll kick it off with the Texans at the Colts. Texans pulled off twenty three nineteen, a game that came right down to the wire. Colts were, were marching down the field had a chance to go take the lead. If they could score a touchdown, they had a big fourth down, couldn't convert it. Uh, drop pass would have been easy yeah. first down yardage. But that Texas win was huge, put all the pressure on the Jags. 
uh, who we just talked about, couldn't handle it. And they win the AFC South. I'm going to say it again because it feels so fucking good. Cash the water coolers ticket. Yep. Up 375 on that one. Um, sends the Colts home. Again, another team who had a good year. Probably very happy with that 9-8 and eight record considering the way it played out. Like, not no one really expected them to compete this year. Going into the season, you don't have Jonathan Taylor. And then you find out Anthony Richardson might be legit, legit. He started off fucking yeah. hot as fire. He gets hurt. You have to turn to Gardner Minshew. At that point, you probably think it's probably the end of it. But you're playing a meaningful game in Week 18. Yeah. I mean, who who would turn that down heading into this season? Exactly. Exactly. Both these teams have bright outlooks going forward. Cool to see for the AFC South for a division for most of most of its life. You know, since they did the restructure of divisions, I think it was 2002. Most of its life um, just hasn't been very good. Not not a lot of competitive teams. And now you know you got a handful of teams that just. You know, you got three teams that finished above 500 looking looking like uh, with two of them with real, real bright outlooks. CJ Stroud, like you talked about, looking like the next the next guy, like the next face of the league type. And uh, now they get to host a playoff game in his rookie season. Pretty awesome. Pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, there was a point. I mean, you dropped him with the number two overall pick, which, by the way. I don't know if you saw this tweet. I don't know who tweeted it, so apologize if he hears this. He fucking won't. It doesn't matter. If someone's tweeting out, last year, the final week of the season, uh, it was like January 4th, 2023, the Texans beat the Colts, which lost them the number one seed. Do you remember that? It was Levy Smith was the coach, and it was like, what the fuck are you doing? Because yep. they were going for two and shit. Like, they were trying hard to win that game. Yep. He gets fired after, and it's like, he probably knew he was on his way out. So he said, fuck it, I'm going to win this game. They lose the number one pick, end up in the number two spot. Panthers obviously take uh, Bryce Young, leave mm-hmm. C.J. Stroud for the Texans, and now he looks like the fucking best quarterback in the division. He goes week 18 again one year later, same team against the Colts that – you know, was the reason he's on the Texans beats them to win the division. Pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. I could fucking cry, dude. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I, I hate that they're matched up with the Browns week one next week because I want both those teams to, I want to keep watching both those teams play. That being said, it's going to be pretty fucking awesome to watch a, a quarterback matchup of CJ Stroud versus Joe Flacco in a, in a, very you know in a wild card game first game of the first game of the playoffs it's gonna be lovely can't wait that's gonna be like a 17 year difference i don't know their exact ages but there's the the famous flacco quote from like a week ago he's like if i had fucked up in high school like some of these guys could be my kids you know yeah cj stroud 100 percent could be his child exactly (laughs) you know look past the you know obvious but age-wise easy (laughs) Who you got in that game? Just for funsies, we'll get to it. But we'll get to it. I think I I, I got to go Browns. I could see the Browns like get into the AFC Championship game. Yeah, they look fucking good. That defense, All right. that defense very good. Into that AFC North, fucking just killers out there, man. We got playoff teams almost across the board. Bengals. I mean, if Joe Burrow doesn't go down, they're probably in there as well. The Steelers versus the Ravens. Steelers pulled out seventeen to ten. You told me I was a fucking idiot for picking this one. Miss Mackin, if you're listening, I'm looking at you. I told you the Steelers would win this game. Tyler Huntley was in at quarterback. It was a game that absolutely did not matter for the Ravens at all. They had the number one seed locked up, not just in the AFC, but the entire NFL. Um, They were good to go right there. So they didn't play any of the starters for good reason. Steelers had to win the game to keep their playoff hopes alive. And, I mean, I know it was only 17 to 10. In my eyes, Mike Tomlin just was not going to lose to all backups. Couldn't let yeah. that happen. Guy's a great head coach. Don't care who's that quarterback. He just always fucking finds a way, and they did. Now they're in the fucking playoffs now. In the playoffs, it, it's un, it's kind of unfortunate that we got to watch uh, watch them again next week. Uh, um, they go to Buffalo. Going to be a real tough matchup. TJ Watt got injured, so he he's going to be out. It's going to be going to be tough for them for sure. But hey. 
10 wins is 10 wins. You got yourself in the dance. Who knows what can happen? Um, but yeah, I, it was a classic uh, overthinking by by myself because I'm usually pretty good at finding these Steelers spots like we did the week before when they're playing the Seahawks. And I, I, I said that that's a Steelers spot right there. You know, they're going to win that game. That That's a game people don't think they're going to win. Um, they're on the road. They're they're underdogs against a team that, you know, they're kind of it's not like they're that much worse than they're going to win that game. Flip it over. I just got in my head about how many you can't truly rest everyone in a game. Tyler Huntley, former Pro Bowl quarterback, yeah, say, you know, maybe they're going to get it done. And, um, you know, Mason Rudolph's going to fuck around and lose them this game. But it didn't happen. Good for the Steelers. Happy for my pops. Happy for you for calling it. Hey, thanks, man. I appreciate that. Uh, and, you know, it didn't really change anything as far as uh, the playoffs go. Who Who's on the outside looking in because the Steelers won? Uh, bang, Bengals. Jags. And... Fuck the Jags. Yeah. Bengals. Yeah. I'd rather see the Bengals in, but – yeah, on on that, uh, yeah, me too. On that, you mentioned it. AFC North, though, whole division finished above five hundred. Pretty incredible. It's a Tomlin effect. Yeah, it is. That guy's amazing, man. Uh, t- to never go below five hundred is incredible in the NFL. Seventeen seasons, I believe. That's how long he's been there. Mm-hmm. That fucking blows my mind. Well, hey, Christmas is over. I know he's got Rudolph reading his leading his little fucking sleigh. I think yeah. uh I think the Bills put an end to that. Yeah, I agree. All right, that wraps it up for a fucking amazing NFL regular season. What a fucking blast. The water cooler was born. We ain't fucking going anywhere. We we're having people reach out about sponsorships. Should I tell you that? No. Yeah, because it's a lie, but we'll get some. We'll get some going. Love that. If you're yeah. listening, reach out if you got one. Hey, we'll put your beer logo on our logo. Beer or whiskey. Yeah. This could be you right here. Love that. Before we go, before we get to the uh, wise words from Kyle V that we like to end it with, we got a big fucking game tomorrow. It's the University of Washington, the Huskies, the puppy dogs against the big, bad Michigan Wolverines. Like just straight up off mascots, Wolverines are way sicker, right? Michigan is a four and a half point favorite. The over-under is 56 and a half. We got the big dogs. It's a college football national championship. The loser goes home. Winner hangs the banner for life. Who you got? Yeah. Two 14-0 teams. Someone's going to end the year 15-0. Love to see it. I, you know, I really want to ride with Washington and that big, big Penix energy out there. He's so fun to watch. Offense goes crazy, but I think this is uh, Jim Harbaugh's his last game as the coach of the University of Michigan before he rides off back to the NFL, and I think he's going to get a dub in it, and I I, I think they're going to win. I think it's going to be a classic, though. I think I, I, I kind of think Michigan wins by a field goal. I don't know if I'd like that enough to bet Washington plus the points, um, but – you know, just give me the over. I, I expect this game to get a little chaotic later. Yeah, I think it. you like the over, huh? 56 and a half. Mm-hmm. Here's my concern, and I'm, a, I'm biased. I'm a Michigan fan. Uh have been for a long time. You know that. I think that Michigan's defense is so fucking good. I think their defensive line is nasty. I think they're going to get after it. Yeah. Michael Penix Jr. is legit. He can get out of the pocket and make shit happen. He's a, he's an absolute baller. He's probably going to be a number one – or not number one, but a first-round pick in the NFL for our second round. He's a legit quarterback. But I think Michigan's is going to bully him up front. I don't think they can handle it. I don't think that they've faced that kind of competition. Yet. I think when you talk about college football, and I know the Pac-12 is a lot better this year than it has been, but I just think this, there's really three tiers. And this year it kind of fell off with the SEC, but the Pac-12 versus the Big Ten versus the SEC, it seems like every year it's like, oh, you get to those other conferences and you realize they got bigger dudes up front. They got faster guys on the outside. Well, maybe not the Pac-12. They're always fast, but it's just that interior line. I think that Michigan's defensive line is going to absolutely fucking wreak havoc on these dudes. I think Michigan yeah. wins easy. I'm going to sound like an asshole in 24 hours, but I think they handled business pretty easy here. 
Man, yeah, I, I don't see any way it's easy just because of the way Washington's season's played out. They've played a tough schedule. They've played a lot of close games and had to win in different ways. And Penix has been great in all of them. And I think, to me, I just feel like Al- against Alabama, obviously Alabama's got studs all over, but Mil- Jalen Milrose just not not too much of a, a passer at this point in his career. Yeah. And they were still able to keep that game really close and be be in it and get some points. Ultimately, the over hit because of overtime, obviously. But that being said, I think Penix can make a lot of throws that Milrow can't. And it's going to stress the defense in different ways. And those receivers on the outside are so good for Washington that I just I, – I, I don't see a way it's an easy win. But I do – again, like I said, I do think Michigan gets it done. Yeah, that was kind of reckless uh, to say easy. I, I'm thinking like seven to ten points. Like I think that they get up and they really put the pressure on on Penix when it's like an obvious towards the end of the game. Michigan's up a touchdown and you have to throw, you know. And I think the defensive line is going to get after it. He can make all the throws for sure. He's he made some fucking incredible throws against Texas. Yeah, but when there's two guys like breathing down your neck, you're running out of the pocket for your life. Can you make mm-hmm. those throws like that at that time? Maybe he can. And if he can, then we are going to see like a, an absolute just all-time classic, like you said, like a 60 points just back and forth coming down to who has the ball last. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that he's that dude. Like he's he's amazing, don't get me wrong. Um, but I think everything else around him is, is going to hurt. It's going to hurt. I agree. I agree. Um like I said, ultimately, I think Michigan gets it done. But I don't know. J.J. McCarthy, not exactly the best quarterback in the in the, in the the nation out there either. And um, that Washington defense, pretty good. They held they held some good offenses. Um, I don't know. We'll see. How about how about this? Give me uh, give me give me six points. What the fuck? Vegas has only given four and a half. You, you just said seven to ten. Oh, holy shit. I can't believe you, dude. You are something else. I'll give you. I'll give you five. Five and a half. So there's no five and a half, and we shake on it. Jesus Christ! Firm handshake. Beer bet. Beer bet. Jeez, I'm gonna need to win a lot of these to pay back that keg. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's gonna be a fun one though. And then on Harbaugh, if it is a swan song, which I hope it's not, because. You know, you had mentioned earlier, I don't know if it was on air or off, and we are talking that he could be a great candidate for the Bears if they move on from Eberflus. And I think that the Raiders will and should stick with AP. So I don't want Harbaugh to leave. I want him to win and stick it out and fucking keep winning national championships. But I could definitely see that happening. He wins this one. And then I don't know if you saw earlier in the week, they're doing like their whole media week and all that shit. Mm-hmm. He's talking about how the players need to get paid he's willing to take like a 10% pay cut to make it happen. He thinks everyone in the NCAA should. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's fucking dope. Good for you. I think what he does, is he wins a national championship. He says, I ethically, I can't support the way this system operates. You know, like, I'm out. I'm going to the NFL where they pay people fairly, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. Very conveniently timed up with the investigation. That's going to be, be in full swing, I'm sure. Bro, that fucking shit settled. You only squares to bring that up these days. Oh, get man. over it. Oh, I'm over it. <laughs> but no, that'll be fun. We'll be uh, are we back on tomorrow? Nah, we'll wait till like Wednesday or something. We'll do a little preview. We'll yeah. recap that national championship game. We'll fucking sprinkle some confetti. I'll be taking shots from Michigan, uh, or shots for sadness, and we'll <laughs> go from there love that can't wait um yeah can't wait it's a lovely time okay uh if your team got eliminated your team's not in the playoffs just enjoy enjoy the beauty of watching this good competitive football coming up watch that national championship game tomorrow it's going to be a great game get get yourself ready for a super wild card weekend these next two these this next weekend and the weekend after for football are two of the best weekends, two of the best weekends possible. The way the games stack up, win or go home, just enjoy it. Love it. It's like a whole different sport because you go these like the whole regular season doing 
fantasy football, like maybe you do DFS, you're putting together these crazy parlays with underdogs and all this shit. And then now it's like, all right, this is real ass football we're getting here. This is the best yeah. of the best. And it always delivers. Like there'll be a couple games that are duds, but there's gonna be two games next weekend that are just absolute fucking bangers. Just like sit down, don't fucking stand up until it's over. Like I'm watching this thing from start to finish. That's a great football game. Yeah, hopefully tomorrow's like that too. I think that it, it definitely has the possibility to be that. Yeah, I hope so. Hey, we're on to 2024. We are. Beautiful thing. We'll be here all fucking year, chilling at the water cooler. Hey, meet us there. Cheers. Cheers. Steady. If you wanna live it, place it in your mind. Everything could change in just one night. There we go again, talking real heavy. Listen up, world, I think I'm talking pretty steady. If you wanna live it, place it in your mind. Everything could change in just one night.